When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast contains explicit language. We're suing essentially Scotland. Nobody sues a country. We are. We're suing a country. We're doing very well. Yeah, I've said that already on the telly. The guy's an arse. Can't stand the man. In fact, he's not a man. He's a baby. The good people of America will send Donald Trump packing and we should all rejoice when that happens. We will never be friends. Never. Ever. Hello, and welcome to Trumpcast, the show about the man whose original opinion on Brexit was, huh? And whose new opinion, expressed on Friday at a press conference, is that it's going to do wonders for his golf course in Scotland. I'm talking, of course, about Donald Trump, who is further than ever from the American presidency today because he's in Scotland visiting the aforementioned golf course. Now, one might have expected Trump to use this trip abroad as an opportunity to demonstrate his talent for foreign policy. That would be normal. But what he's actually there for is the ribbon cutting for his newly reopened golf club, Trump Turnberry. This trip to Scotland would be a weird move under any circumstances, but it's especially weird in light of two facts. First, Trump's campaign in America is arguably in the worst shape it's been since he announced his candidacy. And second, people in Scotland really hate Donald Trump with a fiery passion, and they really, really don't want him in their country. To talk about why that is, and to give voice to the special Scottish contempt that Trump has walked into with his little visit, we have on the show today Janie Godley, a Scottish stand-up comedian and author who spoke to us after a long day of protesting Trump with a very succinct sign that she will tell you all about. But first, let's hear the tweets. Hillary says things can't change. I say they have to change. It's a choice between Americanism and her corrupt globalism. Hashtag I'm with you. Thank you to Donald Rumsfeld for the endorsement. Very much appreciated. Clinton's conduct has been disqualifying. Obama and Clinton should stop meeting with special interests and start meeting with the victims of illegal immigration. On immigration, I'm consulting with our immigration officers and our wage earners. Hillary Clinton is consulting with Wall Street just arrived in Scotland. Place is going wild over the vote. They took the country back just like we will take America back. No games. Joining us on the line now is Janie Godley, a stand-up comedian in Scotland. Janie, it's about 8 o'clock in the evening in Scotland, if I'm not mistaken. Tell us where you are and what you've been up to today. Well, right now I'm in the care home. It's the old people's facility next door to my house um, because my dad's in here. And in Scotland, we get excellent care for our (laughs) elderly. And I come and see my dad every single day. And I told him that today I was at Turnberry and I was holding a sign up that was derogatory about Donald Trump. Do you want me to say the word? You can say the word. Oh, it said Trump is a cunt. (laughs) 
it's my favourite word. I don't see why it should be an offensive word. It's a great word. And Scottish people can say it so well with the T at the end. Trump is a cunt. It's just so cool. <laughs> it's good and direct. It's a short sign. Yes. And it, and it covers all bases because he's a cunt. <laughs> and, and it covers everything. So it's perfect. Tell us, tell us what happened when, when Trump first knocked on, on Scotland's door. What did he want? What promises did he make? And, and how did he behave once he, he got what he was asking for? Basically, Trump came to Scotland and he was made some sort of trade envoy by Jack McConnell, who's actually a friend of mine, Lord McConnell, who was the head of the Labour Party and the First Minister of, of Scotland back then. And they were like so busy kissing his ass and saying, yeah, Mr. Trump, come over here with your American ways and your big, nice cowboy boots and your love of steak and ladies with a low IQ. And you can build a golf course and we'll all be happy and we'll all make money together. And then they discovered he was an absolute dick. And they went, right, okay, something bad has happened. We've let that complete dick come into our country. And now it's like some sort of Zika virus that we can't get rid of. So he, he, he wanted to build his golf course and he was promising, you know, foreign investment. He was promising, he was promising jobs. He was promising to boost the economy. But then he decided that the wind farms were bad. And he recently likened the wind farms to the Lockerbie disaster. And you know yourself, an aeroplane being shot out of the sky and landing in Scotland and killing hundreds of people is very similar to windmills in the field. What? He didn't like the windmills because they were blocking the view from the golf course, right? Yeah, he doesn't like the windmills because he's got the IQ of a rocking horse and it upset him. So he went ahead and went crazy all over that. And then he just wanted rid of the windmills and we're not allowed to have renewable energy because Donald Trump can't grow renewable here. Suddenly it's our fault he's a dick. This is a man that shouts that China are evil, but all his clothes are made in China. So you're <laughs> fighting with a man whose brain's just made a pudding. Now, I read somewhere about a man named Michael Forbes who, I gather, owned land that Trump needed for the golf course and Forbes refused to sell. Is it true that this yes. guy became a national hero in Scotland and that after Trump went after him, uh, hundreds of Scots yep. bought shares of his land so that it would be harder for Trump to get it? Yep, and Glenfiddich at Whiskey made the man and the film, the film of the year, and Donald Trump ripped Glenfiddich Whiskey out of all his all of these outlets. And did I tell you how I get blocked by Donald Trump on Twitter three, four years ago? You did? Donald Trump had, yeah, well, I'll tell you how. Donald Trump had a storm in his golf course. And I said, ha, 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 at the real Donald Trump, your golf course is fucked. And he went, at Jeannie Godley, actually, it's fine. There's just a small hole. And I said, why don't you grow the grass really long round about it and just comb it over the hole? Ooh. And that was it? That's all it took? Mm-hmm. Blocked. Uh, what was the reaction in Scotland when uh, it became clear that Trump was actually on his way to winning the Republican nomination here in the States? I think they were just absolutely gobsmacked. They just could not believe. We thought it was a joke. But it's a prize for us. I'm a stand-up comic. That's the best prize ever. Are you kidding me? We couldn't take the piss out of Obama. The worst Obama ever did was like, hold babies awkwardly. This is Trump. You find it you find it easy to make fun of Trump. I've I've read I've read comedians and and actually we had we had someone on the show talk about how it's really hard to satirize Trump because he's so uh, sort of a, a satire of himself already. No, you can satirize him, no problem. There's so much that you can do, <laughs> and it's very very easy to make fun of him. You just have to see his name in Scotland and an audience start laughing. Um, in the past few weeks, I know that uh, Scotland's been preparing for Trump's visit. Can you tell us about how the hatred that Scottish people 
feel for him has been expressed as his arrival has uh, grown closer? Well, we all did it on Facebook and Twitter. We gathered up. We had lit seven buses today, left Glasgow. And we all had our banners and we all had everything and we were all set to go. And people just don't like him because he represents the very worst of society. We are Scottish. We're a bit crazy. We're a bit mad ourselves. But we don't we don't hate entrepreneurs. We hate people who stamp on people. So we naturally don't like him because he's acting like a dick. And so Scotland was like, yay, Trump's coming. Get Janie in there. She'll do something interesting. And I did. <laughs> okay, so so obviously uh, his visit has ended up coinciding, I don't know if this was planned or not, with uh, the Brexit vote. Do you think there are any parallels between the Trump phenomenon in America and the Leave campaign? Yeah, there is definite parallels because there is a, a, a groundswell movement in Britain, but not in Scotland. I'm so proud of Scotland because not one of our cities voted leave. We all voted remain in Scotland. But there is a groundswell of racism, and that's exactly what Trump beholds. He hates Muslims. He hates them. He says he doesn't. He just hates Islamists. But he doesn't. He hates anybody with a hint of a tint of a skin colour at all. So that's also transferred into British politics. All the newspapers had, the immigrants are coming, the immigrants are coming. They're coming to take your jobs. They're coming to take your women. They're coming to take your houses. They're coming to take your benefits. The immigrants are coming. They, they don't work. They're lazy. They take the benefits. And that's the same rhetoric that Trump comes out with. And that's why England listened to him. But Scottish people are like, meh, don't believe you. So we didn't vote. We voted Remain, which means Nicola Sturgeon has now called for another referendum. So this time, because now Scotland is chained to England and the other parts of Britain who have voted Leave. And it's like we're handcuffed to a crazy brother that takes crack and we can't get away from him. <laughs> Janie Godley is a stand-up comedian in Scotland. You can check out her podcast at janiegodley.podomatic.com. Janie, thanks so much for being on the show. Okay, darling. Bye-bye. That is it for Trumpcast. The show is produced by Henry Malofsky and Jason DeLeon, who are passionately beloved in Scotland for reasons they don't quite understand. Slate's executive producer is Steve Lichtai, whose reputation abroad changes too quickly and too often to keep track of. Andy Bowers, who is big mostly in Japan, is our chief content officer. Special thanks to John D. Domenico, our voice of Donald Trump, and to Henry Malofsky, the hero and friend to all who has just produced his last episode of Trumpcast and is leaving Slate for new adventures. As a certain someone might say, sad, for once he would be right on the money. I'm Leon Nafok, and thanks for listening to Trumpcast. Today is a very special day, not just in the UK for the Brexit, but even more historic is the Hexit. That's right. Henry Malolovsky is leaving Slade. He's taking back his sovereignty from the bureaucratic overlords and he's striking out on his own like a true American. Henry, you're going to do fantastic. And if you ever want to work for the Trump campaign, you're hired.